Hello and welcome to Thoughts from the Bible. I am Adam Zander and have been serving as a missionary in Romania for over a decade. Join me every week as we look at simple thoughts from the Bible to help us in our daily walk with Christ and our relationships with our fellow man. Hello once again from Romania. I hope you are doing well wherever you are located. For the first part of this year, we are continuing with simple doctrines from the Bible. Last week, we looked at the Word of God. It is important that we have the pure words of God. Without the words of God, which are found in the Bible, we would have no basis for what is right or wrong, sinful and pure. Today, I want to look at a simple but important doctrine in the New Testament, the difference between the terms kingdom of God and the kingdom of heaven. Many people, when they read the Gospels, assume they mean the same thing. What are these two kingdoms? Are they different? If so, is it really important to make a difference between them? Yes, it is very important to understand the difference. First, in the Bible, what is the kingdom of God? The Bible defines the kingdom of God in the following ways. First, the kingdom of God is entered by the new birth. Let's read that in the book of John, chapter 3, verses 3 through 5. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. We have all received a physical birth, but we also need a spiritual birth. You must be born again by the Spirit of God. And that happens when you put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ to save you. At that moment, you enter into the kingdom of God. Second today, you are to enter this kingdom, the kingdom of God, with the simple faith of a child. Let's read this in the book of Mark, chapter 10, verses 14 and 15. But when Jesus saw it, he was much displeased, and said unto them, Suffer the little children to come unto me, and forbid them not, for of such is the kingdom of God. Verily, verily, I say unto you, Whosoever shall not receive the kingdom of God as a little child, he shall not enter therein. The only way you will receive the salvation of God and therefore enter into the kingdom of God is with the simple faith of a child. Number three today, the kingdom of God is connected to the righteousness of God and it is to be desired before your physical needs. Matthew chapter 6 verses 31 through 33. Therefore take no thought saying, what shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. How else does the Bible define the kingdom of God? Sinners go into it before the self-righteous. Matthew 21, verse 31. 
Whither of them twain did the will of his father? They say unto him, The first. Jesus saith unto them, Verily I say unto you, that the publicans and the harlots go into the kingdom of God before you. He was talking to the Pharisees here who were self-righteous. God is offering his salvation and the kingdom of God to those who are sinners, those who need Jesus Christ as their Savior. Number five, the kingdom of God was taken from the Jews as a nation and given to the Gentiles. Matthew 21, 43. Therefore I say unto you, the kingdom of God shall be taken from you and given to a nation, bringing forth the fruits thereof. The apostle Paul went to the Jews and preached the kingdom of God to them. Let's read that in Acts chapter 28, verse 23 and 24. And when they had appointed him a day, there came many to him into his lodging, to whom he expounded and testified the kingdom of God, persuading them concerning Jesus, both out of the law of Moses and out of the prophets from morning till evening. And some believed the things which were spoken, and some believed not. So some of the Jews believed the gospel, but for the most part, the Jews rejected the gospel and the kingdom of God. However, the Gentiles gladly received it. Acts chapter 28, verse 28. Be it known therefore unto you that the salvation of God is sent unto the Gentiles, and that they will hear it. The kingdom of God is preached after the time of John the Baptist. Luke 16, 16. The law and the prophets were until John. Since that time, the kingdom of God is preached, and every man presseth into it. Next, the kingdom of God is within you. Luke 17, 21. Neither shall they say, Lo here, or lo there, for behold, the kingdom of God is within you. This is very important. The kingdom of God is a spiritual kingdom, not a physical kingdom. Let's look at this again in Romans chapter 14, verse 17. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. This is a great definition of the kingdom of God in the Bible. It is not meat and drink. It's not physical things. It's not about building kingdoms here on earth or big houses or being rich. No, it is a spiritual kingdom. Here in Romans chapter 14, it tells us it is righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Those are spiritual fruits. And last, in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 20, the kingdom of God is associated with the power of God. 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 20, For the kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. So we looked at the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is a spiritual kingdom that you enter into by the new birth, through salvation. Now let's look at the kingdom of heaven. It is only found in the book of Matthew. That is very, very important. Why? Because the book of Matthew is primarily talking to the Jews, to the nation of Israel. The kingdom of heaven is a physical kingdom that will come after the tribulation. 
At that time, both the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of God will be made one. Many false doctrines are taught because people think the kingdom of heaven applies to us now. The Bible defines the kingdom of heaven in the following ways. First, in Matthew chapter 8, the patriarchs will be there, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Matthew chapter 8, verse 11. And I say unto you that many shall come from the east and west, and shall sit down with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob are not with us right now. Therefore, we are not in the kingdom of heaven right now. It must be for a future event. Number two, it will be a physical kingdom. We just read that in Matthew chapter 8. When Jesus was on earth, the Jews wanted to make him their king. You can read that in the book of John chapter 6 and chapter 12. However, that was not the time for Jesus to be their king. Jesus Christ will come as king after the tribulation. Matthew chapter 6 verses 9 through 13 show us that this kingdom will be a physical kingdom. After this manner, therefore pray ye, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Right now, Jesus Christ is not king on earth. He's in heaven. One day he will return as a lion and rule and reign here on earth. And that is what Matthew chapter 6 is talking about. The kingdom of heaven will also be taken by force. The kingdom of God is within you, and it cannot be taken out by force. Matthew chapter 11 verse 12. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence, and the violent take it by force. Notice also that the kingdom of heaven is primarily for the Jews. Let's read that in Matthew chapter 10, verses 5 through 7. These twelve Jesus sent forth and commanded them, saying, Go not into the way of the Gentiles, and into any city of the Samaritans enter ye not. But go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And as you go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Now it's interesting in the book of Matthew, he tells them to go and preach. And he tells them, Do not go to the Gentiles and preach to Israel. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. But if we look at the other gospels, he tells them to go out and preach. And he tells them to preach the kingdom of God, and they are allowed to preach to the Gentiles. So the message of the kingdom of heaven was for the Jews. The kingdom of heaven will come after the tribulation at the end of the world. This is very clear in the book of Matthew chapter 13. In this chapter, we have several parables concerning the kingdom of heaven. At the end, Jesus then gives the meaning of these parables. For example, in Matthew 13, 24, Another parable put he forth unto them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is likened unto a man which soweth good seed in his field. If you read further in verse 31, 
Another parable put he forth unto them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like to a grain of mustard seed, which a man took and sowed in his field. And then in verse 33, Another parable spake he unto them, The kingdom of heaven is like unto... And then it continues. Now let's read Matthew chapter 13, verses 47 through 50. And this will show that the kingdom of heaven will be at the end of the world. Matthew 13, verse 47 through 50. Again, the kingdom of heaven is likened to a net that was cast into the sea and gathered of every kind, which, when it was full, they drew to shore and sat down and gathered the good into vessels, but cast the bad away. So shall it be at the end of the world. The angels shall come forth and sever the wicked from among the just, and shall cast them into the furnace of fire. There should be wailing and gnashing of teeth. In conclusion, the kingdom of God is a spiritual kingdom. It is not about promises of land or other physical blessings. When Jesus was on earth, the Jews wanted a physical kingdom. They wanted their land back from the Romans. The kingdom of God never promises us this. It is a spiritual kingdom with spiritual heavenly blessings, such as peace, righteousness, a home in heaven, everlasting life, etc. Many people confuse the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of God. They are two different kingdoms that are entered in two different ways. The kingdom of God comes first. You can enter this kingdom now by accepting Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. The kingdom of heaven will come later, after the tribulation, during the 1,000-year reign of Christ, the millennium. This is a very important doctrine if you want to understand the Gospels. So if you read a passage that says the kingdom of heaven, you now can understand it's talking about a physical kingdom during the millennium. If you read a part of the Gospels and it says the kingdom of God, you can understand it is a spiritual kingdom. If you do not know Jesus Christ as your Savior, come to Him today. The only way into the kingdom of God is by a new birth. You are born again by putting your faith in Jesus Christ to save you from your sins. Trust Him as your Savior today. I hope this lesson today about the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of God was a help and blessing. I hope it will help you understand the Gospels better. Thank you for listening, and I hope you have a wonderful day.